Yo, yo. What's good, listeners out there? Listen to the second episode of the Ball Don't Lie podcast. Um, hosted by your boy, Jalen and Steezy. Steezy, how you doing today? I'm doing good. It's been a very, uh, very humble day. I haven't done anything crazy. It's just been chilling. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to talk about these last two games. And I, I got I got better insight on these two games because I mean for a Western Conference Eastern Conference Finals I wasn't able to watch every game so I wasn't able to get the best you know intel on the, on these games but for these last two two finals games I've been watching every minute so you know I'm ready to go talk talk my talk there'll be a whole lot of raining so <laughs> let's let's get this going if if I'm not mistaken you said what bucks in seven or six yeah. Uh, okay, let's understand this. I said that I feel like the Suns are going to win the finals, but I had to say it because the I had the Bucks win the finals for a, the longest time now. So I, there's no point for me to just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna switch my pick right at the end." So I I have to stick with the Bucks. And I'm right. I'm really hating on the Bucks. I really hate the Bucks right now. They're pissing me off. Like it, it's it's getting to this point where it's just they're they're just being so frustrating. I can't I can't really uh. I don't have words to explain this team. Like, get me on the phone right now with Dante DiVincenzo. I will donate this dude a left ankle right now. <laughs> I am so done and sick and tired of watching Jeff Teague run the floor and do nothing. And Bro, Devin Booker had him on a spin cycle last, last night. I, yeah, oh. he was literally a ballerina on that court last night. I don't, I don't want to watch Jeff Teague having minutes in the finals. This is not 2015. Jeff Teague, you're cool, but I don't want to watch you. Forbes, don't want to watch you. You wouldn't have much. I think you still have minutes if Devin was playing, but it wouldn't be a lot. Uh, he was a basic three point shooter in the actual season, but right now the Suns are just. They every time the Suns are on offense, they want to go pass it to the guy that's the, the guy that Brent Forbes is uh defending, and it is going to yeah. cook him. <laughs> or they or or they ask play whoever uh, offense on uh Brooke Lopez. They I just put Brooke Lopez in the in the, in the pick and par, pick and roll and pick uh, him apart. Like I think like. Now, now I'm really seeing it. I'm like, if Divincenzo was on this Bucks team, I feel like this would be going out way different. Yeah, um, because because he brings an extra uh, playmaking element to this team. Yeah, and I and when he went down for the rest of the playoffs, I was really like, hey, that's a that's a big like that's a big hit. <laughs> but now looking at it, that was a really 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 big loss. Like this, it's it's even worse than I thought because that led to a couple dudes. Getting these minutes like Jeff Teague and Brown Forbes, and it's not working out. I mean, the Magic didn't want Jeff Teague, and I, it's kind of like I, when that went down. That Celtics did they trade him to the Magic for a second or something like that? I forget what yeah, it was. Yeah, we traded. Yeah, we traded him, and I believe it was some other player. But it, no, it was Jeff Teague, two second round picks, and uh, a little bit of Gordon Hayward's trade exception money. Yeah, for uh, Evan Fournier. Yeah. Um, and when that trade went down, I I would have not I would have never thought that Jeff T would be getting minutes in the finals. I thought he would just be like a I don't know just drying up in the free agent market or something. But hey, stuff happens. We we seen the injuries go down. Hey, praise up to uh Tory Craig. Hopefully he gets well soon. But man, these injuries. Oh, Dario Sart. Yeah, oh yeah, I almost forgot about Dario Sart. He's kind of forgettable, but praise up to him. No offense. But yeah, it's been tough so far. Ain't been the best finals to watch. 
Yeah, it's a, do you feel like game one and game two was like a copy and paste game? Like, it felt like game two went exactly how game one did. Like, I felt like, all right, the Bucks started off good, and then they lost the lead. Um, the Suns kind of pulled away in the second half. Uh, well, at the end of the first half, and then pulled away a little bit in the second half. Then the Bucks start coming back, and then the Suns just closed it out. Like, I feel like that's how game one and both game two both went. But it was like game two was just so depressing because Giannis put on a master class. Yeah. And it's funny because I was texting my friend back and forth uh, a little bit during the game, and, and he was like, man, I, he asked me, He's, he asked me, he said, man, do you think Giannis need to develop post moves and everything? I was like, yeah. But I was like, you know, he's a very raw post move player. Like, he doesn't have, like, offensive post moves that he can, like, really use, like a Hakeem Olajuwon, Kevin Arnett, even Joel Embiid. He's not that type of player. But as soon as I said that, his ass started going off. And then, do you know what happened? Drew Holiday and Chris Milton just decided a no-show. Like, so depressing. I'm like, bro, this is fucking disgraceful. I'm like, <sighs> I'm like bro, bro, I, I'm literally sitting there like, Chris Milton, that's all you need to do is give us like five minutes of consistent basketball. He couldn't even do that. I was asking for a quarter. <laughs> I was asking for something from Milton. And Drew Holiday, I talked so good about you on the first episode of this podcast. And your ass does this. Making me look bad. These whole Bucks team is making me look bad, except for Giannis. I feel bad for Giannis. Like, I, I, I can't be the only one saying that I sure did the truth for Giannis. Like, it, I felt really bad. He did. He gave it all. He played 40 minutes, which was impressive to me. Played 40 plus minutes, played 100% basketball that whole time, and they, they still lost by 10. It, 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 it's insane to me. It's really insane to me. And Perkins. He even stepped up and guarded. Clown, he even stepped up and played on defense, bro. Like, yeah. like, yeah, and honestly, even Stephen played on defense. Like, you remember people was like, oh, he's scared to guard Kevin Durant, blah, blah. He's not an on-ball guard, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's not an on-ball defender. I'm wrong. Like, he's better He's he's better as a free safety than he is a man-to-man corner, if you want to make that uh, whole parallel. But, like, last night, you saw him kind of, when they needed him, when they, when they tried to, like, do a pick and roll, you know, he was able to, he was able to go out there and kind of guard Devin Booker, guard CP3. But like, you know, like he did everything necessary for them to win that game. But Chris Milton and Drew Holiday did everything necessary for them to lose that game. Yeah. Bro, uh, and it's like, what makes me even more frustrating is I got Perkins on Twitter. I, I keep getting his sorry ass tweets on my timeline thinking, thinking Chris Milton's that guy. He's not even the second option at this point. That's Pat Cunningham. I like I I can't I can't even stress it enough at this point to where I th- I like that ass I think Kendrick Perkins has actually took the number one spot in the nation for worst analyst right now. Uh, I don't know. Skip Bayless is up there. Skip, Skip Bayless, Bayless. That's why no Skip Bayless is number one. But right now Kendrick Perkins he's giving he's giving a run for his money right now. And Skip Bayless is the one that said uh, the Clippers come back in the playoffs is better than LeBron's comeback from the three one in the finals. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> Skip Bayless also said, hey, speaking of uh, Dante DiVincenzo, Skip Bayless is also the one that said DiVincenzo was better than Trey Young. So, it's hard. I saw that. I'm like, I saw that. I'm like, bro, he really said that? <laughs> so, it, it's it's hard to, uh, to pass Skip Bayless, but hey, Perkins, you're giving him a run for his money. Keep it up, bud. I need to get his, I need to get, I need to just mute both of their tweets. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but, but it's like, you, you see the way the Bucks are playing now, you're like, well, 
Giannis just signed that extension. So if you're the Bucks for office, you're like, okay, we're kind of happy that Giannis signed that extension because he can't pull a fucking <laughs> LeBron on us and like, you know, because because I don't know if you remember seeing that video. I, I actually vividly remember watching that game, watching the game six with my dad, 2010. It was it was Celtics versus Cavs. I remember LeBron. Like I didn't really understand what was happening at that moment. Like 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 like, like I just yeah. knew. This basketball player LeBron James just lost to my favorite team, the Celtics, and he was he walked on he walked off the court, took off his jersey, uh, heading back to the locker room in, in the tunnel. I'm like, you know, I didn't understand what's happening, but what's happening was his ass from the move to South Beach and make a decision to go win some rings. Um, yeah, and the, and the Bucks front office probably like, man, we happy he can't do that to us because we got his ass locked up for like five more years. So. But this is like the pr- kind of like some of the price you pay uh, if you're Giannis, uh, and, and and he he doesn't deserve to have bad teammates or anything, like. But like 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 this is this is some of the prices you might have to pay when you sign that big extension. Knowing like the front office has done a good job of putting the team around Giannis, but they haven't done the best job. Like going against Drew Holiday and signing him. Like I was kind of skeptical of when they first signed that extent when they first gave him that extension he signed. I'm like, I don't know if he give Drew Holiday that much money because what he's gonna be like 35, 36 at the end of that contract. I'm like, I, I like I don't know how much you know how, how much you really can give a 35, 36 year old Drew Holiday. Uh, I'm like Chris Milton is good, but I never felt like Chris Milton could be a second option on championship winning team, and he still can be a second option on a championship winning team. Maybe I I don't feel that way. Um. Like I just don't think he can. He can, he can be a he is a good second option, but on a championship winning team, he's not a second option. He he can't be a second option. Um, but like bro, but I'm just looking at him you, like. I was gonna, what were you gonna, gonna say? say uh, um, it's it kind of comes down to like what you were said because I remember you streamed right after that. What game was it? Was it like was it the game where the Bucks? Uh, it was game, was game five. You had to go uh, rant. Talks. Yeah. Game five. Yeah. Talks. Um, I remember you you streamed and you wanted to just rant about it because Kendrick Perkins thinks Chris Middleton was the number one option. Uh, and what you what you pretty much brought up was you went to the stat reference, um, which I'm not sure Kendrick Perkins knows what that is, but it's a website and it gives you <laughs> a lot of valuable a lot of valuable uh stats. Um, and you pretty much showed how. Kendrick Perkins is not number one because of his him not being consistent, and you're kind of you're seeing it right now. He's not consistent. Yeah, a number one option is consistent. That's exactly what Giannis is doing right now. Um, and and I can't I can't even put Chris Milton as a great second option if he's not doing this. A great second option is like a Clay Thompson. That's when I put greats, and <laughs> Chris Milton yeah. is no Clay Thompson. So I, just, I can't I can't uh. I'm not going to hate on and, and, I think Milton's a great player, but I just don't see the hype with him. Yeah, and Clay Thompson is allowed to be a good second option when you have a guy like Draymond Green and some guys like Sean Livingston and yeah. um, Andre Gudala and some who are the other players on that team? Leandro Barbosa coming off the bench. Like, he's like, yeah, but like the Bucks don't have those type of players coming off the bench. Like, they got Pat Connaughton, who's okay. Dante DiVincenzo, they're missing him. But like when you have Pat Connaughton, Brent Forbes, and uh, Bobby Portis and Jeff Teague all coming off your bench, it's like, can this team really win a can this team really win a championship with Chris Milton being the second option and Giannis being the first option? Like I, I, I think you can win the team 
um, with this with Giannis being the first option. But with Chris Milton being the second option, I don't know because the depth is so weak. Like you need, they need Chris Milton to have a good game. They need Giannis to have a good game. Chris Milton and Juhade all have good games for them to almost win. Or they need Giannis to play out of his mind and Chris Milton to play out of his mind in the last couple minutes of the game. Because yeah. that's what happened in game seven against the Nets. Like Giannis carried the Bucks throughout that whole game up to the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter. And that was just like the Chris Milton show. But that's exactly what you pay Chris Milton for. Uh, the Bucks really need that offensive score off the bench. You know, like mm-hmm. um, the Suns have it. In my like, we will. I think, yeah, because I mean that's why the, that's why I think a Wizards and why the Hawks got so far. Because uh, I remember when Lou Will got traded, people were not looking at the at the Hawks side of the trade. They were mostly looking at the Clippers side of the trade. Um, but when it all when all got said and done. Lou Will was the biggest stuff for that trade, and because that because Lou Will went to Atlanta and he did what he does best, which is backing up the point guard, and he backed up Trey Young amazingly in the in the playoffs. Just looked looked like looked like him, you know, uh, himself for the last couple like the last I wouldn't say this season like last a uh, couple seasons back, he looked amazing. And I think the Suns also have a very good bench scoring option in Cameron Payne. As crazy as it sounds to say, like and now, because uh, you wouldn't say that a couple years ago, but. I think Cameron Payne. You wouldn't really say that a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't really wouldn't. Um, <laughs> but Cameron Payne's really been the kind of like like he's been that nice uh, scoring option off the bench. Like imagine if the Bucks had like a Jordan Clarkson. How how much that would just impact that team? But the problem is when you when you realistically look at that Bucks bench, you kind of just laugh. It's it's nothing nothing special. And I'm gonna give my respect to Pat because it it, it was. He's not been amazing, but that last game, uh, he was actually one of the most impact. He's probably the second most impactful player on that floor <laughs> in that in that game too. But we'll, we'll go more into that. Um, but yeah, you can repeat what you were gonna say before I went on about the six man. Oh, uh, um, I, I kind of want to ask y'all like, if, if you're the Bucks and you go down three zero, do you? <laughs> If the Bucks go down three zero, and if you're Giannis, do you shut it down for the for the for the series? Like you can tell in game two, he wasn't healthy. In game one, he did he he played. I, I think Chris Milton played ten more minutes to him. Chris Milton played like forty one more forty one minutes, and um Giannis played thirty one minutes. But you can see it t- like game two, you could tell Giannis he was like kind of like he he knew he had to play forty minutes for his team to even come close to winning. Yeah, and like you could tell like. Like uh, I think it was in the fourth quarter, maybe it was third quarter, late third quarter, uh, early fourth quarter. One, one of those two, like like he he just took himself out and he removed the shoe, and it, like he was he was like he moved the shoe like he was hurt, and I'm like I'm like I don't know because you saw him a couple times grab at his knee. I'm like, if yeah. they go down o three, like if they go down o three. Do you like kind of want to like the Giannis just say shut it down? I mean, I don't think he will just because that's the type of competitor Giannis is. But I don't know if you're if like like because if you're Giannis, do you shut it down? So what you're saying, Giannis don't play after game three. Yeah, if they, if they lose, if they lose, so they lose game three. Does Giannis not play? Um, I say no. Because I I, I mean I say he should play. I I, th- I feel like the slander would be insane if if he just if he just went if he just got shut down and I think what Giannis I f- I feel for him right now um I'm not even used to Giannis playing forty plus minute games so he's not he's not he's not really done that in his career that much 
So seeing him play uh, his he, 40 minutes. His play style, his play yeah. style is a play style that, that it doesn't really allow you to get 40 minutes because he's such a good defender. Yeah. And then his offensive game, it's like so much downhill. Uh, like it's, it's kind of like the Titans with them, with them running the ball. Like it's just a downhill ground to pound game. That's how like Giannis is like his, his he's like a running a nice back. Like his game style yeah, like his game, his game, his 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 uh play style is going to take a lot out of him on offense and defense. So it's like he can't play those 42, 45, yeah. 46 minute games. That's why he's not going to play them 40 minute games, but the minutes he does play, you're getting an insane amount of production. And we saw that in the last game, um, which was so frustrating that he went 40 minutes, played his ass off. Like, like if if you're if there's anyone slandering Giannis right now. You just gotta shut it down. Like, <laughs> I don't think Giannis should be shut down, but this, this slander gotta be shut down. Like, what Giannis is doing right now is outstanding, and I can't. And I feel so bad for him right now, with how um, his team is just not showing up. And you see Giannis, like, hey, you see Giannis um, went went on timeouts and stuff at the at the bench. He's just yelling at his teammates, like, hey, we gotta wake up. And Giannis has not gotten to wake up yet. So yeah, them dudes were still in bed the whole game. I don't, I don't think Giannis is gonna get shut down to game three. I think he he's gonna because he, I think we're gonna get the same Giannis we saw in the last game where he's just gonna play his ass off. Um, because I know he loves Milwaukee. He's not gonna he's not gonna just say, "Hey, I'm I'm just gonna have to sit out for the next for the next game." Said my team my team's so bummy. I don't think I, I don't think Giannis is like that. Uh, so I I, I think he's gonna give him his like, give it his all. Um, if they go, if they go, if they get sweet, if they get swept, and he still gives it his all, Milwaukee's not going to slander him. They're still going to show love back. Um, there's obviously going to be the casuals and the people that are going to be hating on, but he he ain't going to listen to them. Um, and then hopefully the the Bucks can make do something. If what do the Bucks need to do? Like 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 uh, in my eyes, in, in my oh adjustment wise. Yeah, adjustment wise, well, like, what, 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 what do we need to do to even win game three? Look, watching these games, and I don't know how you do it, but watching these games, the biggest problem right now with these with this Bucks team is they they're getting cooked on that pick and roll, and it's expected. Chris Paul is one of the best pick and roll players we've ever seen, and yeah. um, I, I, I what I see with the Bucks is a Brooke Lopez is playing on drop coverage. And then they want to switch with uh, Bobby Portis and try to make him do perimeter D. But how does that work? It doesn't work good. Bobby Portis was literally burnt toast out there. He, I, Chris Paul was cooking him. Uh, he was playing. He, he, he didn't. He didn't. I wouldn't say Bobby Portis was playing technically bad. Like there, there's times in the game where he's actually like playing good defense. But at the same time, Chris Paul and Booker just pull up. You know, they just have. They're, they're just too talented to not. Uh, they always figure it out what to do on that pick and roll. And I I don't know what Bud has exactly do, but just contain the pick and roll. Find ways to contain that pick and roll. You're not going to shut down. That's impossible. <laughs> In my eyes, that's impossible right now. But with the pick and roll has been their biggest issue, on, and I think it's for if if the team got Chris Paul on it, that's always the opposing team's biggest issue is trying to stop pick, Chris Paul on that pick and roll. Um. So you got to really figure that out. Uh. But I just don't know exactly how you do it because I know Bud's tried so many other ways, 
Um, it's just not worth it. He tried to switch it up. Uh, I don't know. Do you have uh, any suggestions like how he would stop that pick and roll? Exactly. With the players he has, like the personnel he has, is probably is no way to stop it. Like Brook Lopez is just gonna be Brook Lopez. His ass is yeah. slow, so <laughs> his, no matter no matter what he's toast. Um, I, I mean Bobby. I, I think Bobby. I mean, I think Bobby Portis would be better for it. But like, even yeah. Bobby Portis in Game One was getting was getting burnt out yeah. there. That's why. Um, but you, I don't think I don't think Portis was technically playing that because people will say Portis is playing bad defense. When I watch it, I've watched it back. He's not playing bad defense really. <laughs> He's just it's just better offense beats better defense. And yeah. there were so many instances in that game where that was happening. Uh. If he if he he can be playing good defense on Booker, but Booker would just end up like you know pulling up for that shot, contested shot. He's used to that. Uh, I like Bobby Portis has really had nothing to do. Um, and he let the he I won't say Bobby Portis is a quick defender. Um, but I felt I if you really told me before these games like watching them, I think Bobby Portis would have been able to do the job, but it's just not worked. And yeah, uh, Brooke, Brooke Lopez. Um. Hell no, him off the him off the roll is bad. <laughs> He's it's it, that's just something I don't want to see. Also, and we if, constantly see people like, put on my drop coverage. So yeah, if if I'm Coach Bud, I'm telling I'm telling my players get to the free throw line more. Like I, I feel like the only people that got to the free throw line last night was in game two was um Drew Holiday and Giannis, and most of it was Giannis. Yeah, like like like, like I think Brook Lopez might went to the free throw line like once or twice. But I feel like if 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 it wasn't Giannis shooting the free throws, it was Drew Holiday. Chris Milton had like zero free throw attempts last night. That, that's yeah. unacceptable. That's literally unacceptable for Chris Milton. Like you, if you if your shot not falling, at least try to get to the free throw line to see something go in the basket. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, it's it's just bad because free throw line is like easy. They're they're free throws. They're they're free points. And I mean, last night you could be like, oh yeah, they they got to the free throw line. I mean, he like you could be like, oh, Chris Milton didn't get to the free throw line and everything. But you could also say, uh, well, Giannis hit the free throw line so much, it's bad for them because he misses them and they lost by ten. And I think if Giannis and I and uh, it may mistake me if I'm wrong, but Giannis and Drew Holiday, their combined missed free throw would have led up to eight points, which that's eight points off the board right there. But it's like, yeah, but Chris Milton could have drove in a little bit more. And got something in, got a shot. Instead of shooting zero free throws, could have shot four free throws, six free throws, three free throws, two free Like, he could have shot something. He shot a zero free throw. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, I have his stats up right now. <laughs> so, because I just want to double check. I feel like, I don't know why, I feel like he did have a free throw, but he he literally had no free throws last night. Um, He played 41 minutes, two, had 11 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and shot five for 16. That is, that just does, that just not... That's not doing getting the job done even at all. Even there's nothing even potentially close there. Uh, I I think I man, I'm I'm just looking down at this. Like I, it actually hurts to look at this score. Bro, this Drew Holiday missed so many good good. He had so many layups. He he missed like five layups. I feel like yesterday, and they were like not easy. Oh, yeah. they, they were he hard missed. layups. Yeah, I was those had me laughing, bro. He he like missed I, layups that. <laughs> Simple layups. He was overthinking the hell out of them. <laughs> he would just like lightly touch the rim and would fall off. It was, it was bad. That game was that game was terrible. But what the free throws? Both these teams don't shoot free throws like that. Um, and it honestly led to me believing. Like I didn't even really notice it t- until I like you actually break down the stats. But it led to me believing like the refs are. I thought the refs were just in general not doing bad, and they were like 
letting these dudes play. But then I kind of just realized, like, these teams don't even get, these teams just literally don't get free throws. And, um, yeah, like, besides, like, besides oh, go ahead. Like, if it, if for the Suns, if it's not Devin Booker and Chris Paul shooting free throws, like, it isn't many players shooting free throws for the Suns. Devin Booker and Chris Paul are the main free throw shooters for yeah. the Suns. I mean, DeAndre Aiden gets to line, uh, a good amount of time sometimes. But he's not like a uh, he's not a real efficient free throw shooter. But he's not bad. Uh, but other than them three, sometimes like it isn't like Mikael Bridges isn't really gonna get to the line too much. Jay Crowder isn't gonna get to the line too much. Cam Johnson is gonna get to the line too much. So, but but but, but continue on what you was gonna say. I was gonna say another adjustment I think that possibly could happen is the Bucks gotta pass the ball. <laughs> like just bro, it's so just, much ISO. It's, it's yeah. so much ISO. Especially with Milton, it's just stop. Like, we need they need they need to really pass the ball out just a little more. Like, they literally just don't do it. And it's like you said, they have it like, oh, Milton on it's either like Milton on ISO, or they have like, you know, Yance gets the ball and he does he does a full on HB dive to the rim. Like, I'm just asking, like, you just need a little more playmaking. And the playmaking was like one of the reasons why I thought the Jazz had a possibility. Like, I feel like the Jazz had a recipe to, you know, make it far. Um, but it came down to what, what you said, uh, their three-point reliant. But they have so much, like, the potential I'm saying is they have, like, that, that score, that bench score off the, off the, or they have that score off the bench, and then they have really good playmaking. Um, but I'm just saying, like, the Bucks just kind of have to, just have to th- throw in a more, more passing and playmaking in there. It just looks, their team's just been so, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain, like, kind of, like, broken. It's just ISO, and then you're not getting the production from your players. Uh, the defensive side, they look lost. It's not looking good for the Bucks right now. It really isn't. After game one, I thought it, I thought it was, like, hey, it's, it's all good, you know? It's not going to... The Bucks should the Bucks shouldn't be... They shouldn't, like, look at this game and be like, hey, they're going to be, they're gonna be you know, t- toast for the rest of the series. But after game two... To see that it went as that, like how you said it went kind of similar to what game one was like, pretty much identical. It's really not looking good for the Bucks right now. It's not, and, and fans are going to be worried. <laughs> uh, well, wait, wait, so wait, so what's the fan thing called again? Is it Deer District? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I really, don't, I really don't know what their name is. I just think like Fair the Deer. Um, well, I think I think it's called. Fair. Deer? I think it's called Deer District. Like, they ain't Washington. The district. The, we, the uh, fans that sit outside. Hold on, let me look it up. I believe they're called Deer District. They are. Yeah, yeah, they're called Deer District. I've never heard of that. <laughs> that's, that's just like I don't like it. Deer District. Nah. Uh, Man, but but enough Bucks talking. By the way, before we get to Suns, uh, I want to say this: the Bucks can still come back. You know, they're only down 0-2. We've seen the the Bucks were down 0-2 against the, the Nets. Um, yeah, the Nets. I mean, but there was oh, injuries on that side, so they had they they, yeah. were, gifted, they were gifted an opportunity the, that really made that two that two zero comeback very possible. So they're not getting yeah. out the Suns. Um, but let's talk about the Suns, like. They they've been like they're they're running like a well oiled machine like, and and to me it's not like they got control of the game like even when it's close, and even when they're losing by a little bit like they have to like control of the game. I don't know what it is 
Chris Paul, but it's something other than Chris Paul too. Like they, they they're just in control. And you can fully trust them when you're watching like. Like I can put my My faith in make sure Jay Crowder scores double digits because I think or are they undefeated when Jay Crowder scores uh, double digits? So let's have let's have that let's have that keep going on. Um, but realistically, how they've played these last two games, it's just like you just gotta repeat. Just just repeat what's going on. Uh, they have really contained Giannis in my in my eyes. Like not not contained him like crazy, but they've like. I well I, okay not second game but the game one I loved how I loved what they did on Giannis. Um, they had they pretty much uh like every time Giannis went into the paint, there's like three you know three Suns players on him, um uh, and it led to Chris Middleton taking twenty six shots that game, and were those twenty six shots super productive? He didn't play bad game one, but if I but in the Suns' eyes you want Chris Middleton being the number you want Chris Middleton being like the number one guy taking the shots instead of Giannis. You don't want Giannis. You don't want the ball in Giannis's hand. You want it in Middleton's hand. In my eyes, that's what that's how that's what I, I want to see. Um, I don't. I don't know exactly. Would you say they really done? A, have they done a job on Drew Holiday, or is Drew Holiday just not playing good? Uh, <laughs> in my in my in my head, he's just playing really bad. Like I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, Drew, 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 Drew Holiday locking on Drew Holiday himself. Like it ain't no defense. It's, Drew Holiday is literally his best defender, like right now, because he's defending Chris Paul and Devin Booker and himself. It gets ridiculous. Um, and then I'll say, uh, things like the Suns have right now, like they have amazing bench production right now. Um, I think even Cam Johnson, the minutes that he's getting, he's actually like been very, very solid. Uh, Tory Craig. I, I like I said, Tory Craig doesn't really do anything offensively, but on the he he always I feel like Tory Craig every game had like has like a play that's like very like gets a lot of momentum or it keeps the momentum you know going. So I I, I think even though Tory Craig takes plays a li- the little minutes he does, um, he does make an impact some point in the game, and it sucks that he got he got down an injury. Um, obviously you got Cameron Payne, and then I got we gotta talk about DeAndre Aiden. That game one was insane, like. <laughs> DeAndre Aiden was amazing. I forget who who tweeted out. I think it was King of the Fourth Quarter. He, he said something that like he's the first player to have like fifteen and fifteen in their finals debut since Tim Duncan and like yeah. nine or something like that. So damn, like Aiden has just been an absolute beast. And Aiden, now now this guy now this got the Aiden hype like just raising up. Everyone gonna think Aiden's just top the top center top center in the league. I know I, brought, I know I see. He fans are he fans are mad because they like because now you see like the hey Aiden way better than Bam Adebayo and he, oh man 
it, <laughs> it starts a lot. It starts a lot of debating. But if I had to came down with like what the Suns need to do is just you just gotta repeat what they've been doing because <laughs> they there's not there's not really adjustments right now for the Suns in my eyes because they've just been a, a very like these first two games. There's one team that's running very well. They're doing their they're getting the business done. They're doing their job. They look amazing. On the other side, there's a lot there's a lot that needs to be done. And if they don't make the if they don't make the adjustments they need you fast, the Suns are gonna go qu- quickly for all these guys and win the win the championship. Chris Paul can get his first ring. Uh actually everyone's gonna have their first ring, I think, except Jay Crowder, right? Or just Crowder. Crow- no, 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 no. No, he doesn't have a ring. He- to a final, yeah. but he doesn't have a ring. He got swept. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get a ring. So everyone else is gonna have a ring for the first time if they if they get the Bucks done. And Actually, yeah, no, both these teams it would be the same uh, deal. But yeah, go on what you're gonna say. Yeah, and and you mentioned DeAndre Ayton. It's funny because like after game, I think it was when people like 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 I don't know if it was jokes, but I saw people on Twitter talking about. Oh, he's up there with Cat, Joel Embiid, and Jokic. I'm like, uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know about all that. <laughs> he, he's a good player. I, I don't know, but he's up there with the MVP, Carl Anthony Towns, and Joel Embiid. Uh, so I, I, I'd say, uh, but a lot of a lot of Aiden playing like this has to do with Chris Paul. So that yeah, you gotta, you gotta put that. Um, question. Imagine, imagine Cat with Chris Paul on the team. <laughs> like. That would, that would just be ridiculous, but yeah, don't don't get me wrong though. Uh, still, a lot of praise goes out to Aiden. What he's doing right now is amazing, and yeah. it, it's it's it, it, to me, it's expected. I think I I thought he was gonna have a very very good season, and he's 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 uh he's done it. And I mean, for his first time in the playoffs, there's still, he's literally not slowed down at all. So you know, shout out to Aiden. I I, I loved watching him so far. Yeah, this, if- this games. Yeah. And I think if you're the Suns, uh, as you said, they, they don't really need to make adjustments. But I think it's one thing that they need to keep doing, and that's just keep letting Giannis take mid-range shots. Those are like so, I'm gonna keep them. Um, but as you said, they got like three guys in the paint. By the time you to drive, yeah, and that's because Drew Holiday has played so terrible. Chris Milton hasn't played that good. Um, Pat Conton has been wishy washy. Brooke Lopez has been wishy washy. Like, yeah, like, I, I, like, like those. I keep. What I keep disrespecting Giannis's mid range. Not only his mid range, his three point game. Let him shoot and. Like I said, it comes in the paint um, with how without Chris Milton's been playing, <laughs> we we can we can we can put three, we can put three bodies on Giannis in the paint because Chris Milton has not really he he's shown that he's not going to make that big impact. He's not going to start popping off yet until he does. Then you got we don't got to worry about it. And Drew Holiday, uh, I don't know if I don't know if it gets better from here because the this is the, all this slander and all this uh, and how he's been playing right now. So I'm gonna keep getting to his head. I don't know. I don't know how much better it gets from here. Um, I I I love to see the real Drew Holiday play and show up, but we haven't seen him yet in these first two games. But Suns don't have uh, much to do in my eyes. The the, the just the take to continue the series. Holiday. Yeah, if, 
if I'm watching this, if I'm watching game one again too, I'm seeing lots of unsung heroes out there for the Suns. Like the, I feel like in game one, Cam Johnson came up huge. Yeah, I like. I don't know how many points he had, but I just like he just came up huge. Like he played good defense on Giannis. He shot well. I just like he played huge a huge role. And then you got game two. Like Mikael Bridges went off. Yeah, what twenty seven points and like I feel like he had like eight rebounds. Um, like he he scored more. No, he scored one less point than Chris Milton and Drew Holiday combined in game two. <laughs> Which is piss poor because you can't have a role player outscoring your 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 your, uh, your uh, second and third option out there, uh, Milwaukee. But yeah, you got six Sixer fans. The, Sixer fans are very down bad looking at a picture of Mikel Bridges in their hat on draft night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but the more I look back at the term, like the more I never made like like even when they did that, I'm like it don't make sense. I'm like a three and D wing is kind of what they need because I think at that time they just <laughs> traded. They they just traded Robert Covington, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm like, you know, uh, you know, three and D wing is kind of what y'all need. And Mikael Bridges, that y'all traded him for Zaire Smith, who's out the league after what two years. So, yeah, they, that trade is bad. But but yeah, it's like the unsung heroes for for the Suns, um, which still doesn't take credit away from Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul because they all three play good. But their role players have played better than the Bucks role players. And the Suns role players are really better than the Bucks role players when you really look at it. But, but like the Suns don't need to do anything. They need to keep playing how they playing. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. Chris Milton, like, I have little faith in Chris Milton to come out game three and give us a 38 point game. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes he turns it up in game three. Because I don't know if you remember after game. Uh, game one and two of the net series, he played terrible. Then he turned up game three and game four. Game one and two of the Hawks series, he played bad. Uh, the Bucks were still able to win game two of that series, but he turned up in game three. Like, I don't have too much hope that he's gonna like turn up in game three this series because I feel like. The defenders he are facing, he's facing, is better this series than anything. Like Mikael Bridges is a really good defender. Um, Jay Carter is a really good defender. Devin Booker, he isn't like a really good defender, but he's he's serviceable. Um, yeah. On on defense, he 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 played good defense this series. So like I feel like you know with those oh Cam Johnson too like well, like oh, yeah. I just feel like since it's better defenders. He 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 he's not getting as much as he wants. Like he don't got Bogdanovich and Kevin Herter holding him all all times of the games. Like yeah, against those players you can eat, but against Mikael Bridges you can't do that. Against Jay Carter you can't do that. So they, they, those, those players are doing a good job for the Suns at defending Chris Milton and uh, Drew Holiday just getting locking up. He, he he just getting locked up by himself. Respect. I mean, what, 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 which more, which more is there to talk about right now? <laughs> we get, we, they, they kind of get the idea. We get, they get the idea. Obviously, the the Bucks are really down bad right now. Um, the Suns, Suns fans, Suns team, they, I don't know. They probably feel like how they did in the bowl, unstoppable. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just. I just I just hate where the finals is at right now because I was so hyped for this finals and 
after game one, I was like, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna come around for the Bucks next game, and it didn't. <laughs> uh, and like, like we said, the Bucks, yeah, they came back from two on the Nets, but the Nets were not in a stable position to what's it called, contain the Bucks. Uh, and you know, uh, just keep keep having the series move on, uh, move how they want it to, as the Suns do, because. The Suns, they have a 2-0 lead, but not but unlike the Nets, they are healthy right now. So the Suns should the Suns have the, uh, the recipe right now, and they're in a perfect position to keep to keep this this uh, series going how they want it to. And the Bucks, <laughs> I, I I was gonna say like, hey, my, my number one my number one thing for the the Bucks in the offseason is. Try your absolute hardest, and I mean your absolute hardest, to get Damian Lillard on that team. I know how hard it is, but give it a shot. Just please. And send Milton in that trade. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what's funny? You know the funny thing is? is that I remember in the offseason, last offseason, this past offseason, everybody was like, uh, they should get Chris Paul. Like, <laughs> they're playing Chris we, Paul now. So Yeah, they probably wish they got Chris Paul. It, but I think I, I I'd give up a lot <laughs> to get lower on team Giannis. And I think that's man that's I throw in man I throw in Chris Milton, Brick Lopez, and Pat Content, and like four first round picks to get Damian Lillard. Nice. And then uh, there's there's a lot of other moves you can make in that in the uh, off season. A lot of other moves you can make. <laughs> you know, just it's time to revamp the team. Let's mix it up. We, Let's, let's, let's change this team. Let's put a different team around Giannis. Because this team is obviously not working. I thought it, I thought Drew Holiday was that that I thought Drew Holiday was a big piece of it. Um, but obviously it's still not. It's it's like they're so close, but we're falling apart now. And with the Suns, the yeah. Suns, I, I I it's crazy to me how good it probably feels to be a Suns fan right now. Cause this season has literally gone perfect. Everything they everything they want in the offseason, they're like, hey. Um, Aiden's about to have this crazy season. Uh, Mikael Bridges is about to have his breakout year, and Mikael Bridges, the biggest reason why Mikael Bridges is playing like this and he's had that opportunity to do it is because they got rid of Kelly Oubre. And at first, I know Sun fans weren't so happy about it, and I I didn't really like the trade at first to get rid of Kelly Oubre. But now looking back at it, that was an amazing trade just because you are allowing now you're allowing Mikael Bridges to really just you know. Pop like you're you obviously got Chris Paul, but now you're allowing, but now getting rid of Ubre, you're allowing Mikel Bridges to become to become that new that guy in your lineup, your starting lineup, and become like a the breakout player that he's kind of had been this season. Um, I just love I just love how the Suns team uh it plays and how they've kind of just their G, how their uh, front offices went went with things. Monty Williams has been an amazing coach. I really don't think they're stopping. I don't think there's any uh, <laughs> plan to stop them with the Bucks. Uh, I say I, sorry, sorry to the Milwaukee fans, but it's not looking good. Yeah, and and uh, Steve just saying revamp the team. And I, I know lots of Bucks fans. If, if y'all listening, y'all probably like, oh, we made it to the finals with this team, blah blah blah. <laughs> Let, bro, let's be honest, bro. If y'all played the Nets, if the Nets were fully healthy, yeah, bro, Nets in four at most, Nets in five. Like it's facts. <laughs> I, I I remember I remember me and you were happy about it because we said the Bucks are gonna beat the Nets, but we damn well both knew that if the Nets were healthy, they're winning that series. 
but we didn't yeah. want to talk about it just because we were right. <laughs> but we damn well knew the Bucks would have got cooked in that series if they if the injuries didn't go down for the Nets like that. Shit, they damn near got cooked without the, they, they they damn near got cooked with the injuries. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying like the hey, the Bucks can make the finals cuz you have a player that that's going to that's going to get you there, but you just need the what's it called? Like you've told you told me you told me a million times that Giannis needs his Kobe. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sorry to say but Milton ate that. So What's, what's, what, if if I if I'm a if I would be fine with shipping off Milton to go get that guy, and I think that's Damian Lillard. Um, and I don't know what the Cavs room's looking like for the Bucks, but there's there there I think the Bucks have. Um, oh, the Bucks the the, the Bucks cap room is like it's, it's kind of slim right now. I believe, I believe because Chris Milton and it's possible to work with though. If I'm not mistaken, I think there's 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 stuff to work with on it. And this, this, uh, and I like I said, this free, uh, free agency class is a lot of very solid role players that really, uh, that really like up your team to a level, a certain level. It's not stacked, but you're gonna get those players that really help you make runs. And I think they have enough to work with in in the off season, so it's very possible. Um. I'm telling you, go get Lillard. <laughs> Man, so b- before we get out of here, um, Stacey, do you want to, do you have a prediction for game three? Oh, it's, or uh, do you just want to keep quiet on this one? I'm going to keep quiet. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm going to keep quiet on this one. Um, I, I, I would say, though, 3-0 Suns. <laughs> it's, but that's 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 how I'm feeling right now. But I will keep I'm gonna keep quiet. What I what my actual predict what my prediction would be for score and all that what happens. But yeah. Uh well um I guess that marks the end of the episode. Uh everybody that's listening, no matter where you're at, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts, Spotify, um some other podcast platforms um we appreciate y'all for listening and i and i guess we'll be back for another episode maybe after game four soon maybe after game if game three go bad we we may need to just do an episode just for the fun of it um yeah a little quick episode it's not hard to really pop out these episodes so it comes down to it if game three is that entertaining and or it just has the 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 uh it just it just needs to be talked about. Then we'll then we'll pull through. We'll get that yeah. option. Um, but I guess that means we're out. Uh we'll catch y'all next on the next episode of Baldwin Live Podcast. Peace.